Happy Friday. Welcome back. Not another sneaker podcast. Julian's in the podcast booth. I'm here. I'm Jake Willard. Uh, it's good to be back. I mean, obviously, it's only been a week, but it's always fun to do these podcasts. And uh, we're coming toward the end, so we're starting to savor them a little bit more. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Julian, most important question every day and always, what are you rocking on feet today, dude? Uh, today, I'm wearing some just super casual shoes. Um, there were actually a Buffalo Exchange come up from a few years ago now. I got them uh, in Portland. And they are some white Flyknit trainers, Flyknit trainer ones. Um, one of the, probably the, I think the first colorway of this particular silhouette. And I got them for like 40 bucks when they were, this is when like the air, the, the trainer hype was kind of mm-hmm. up, super up. Cause Kanye like was just wearing trainers and, um, I don't know. I just like the shoe. It's super comfortable. They're dirty and gross now, but uh, I forgot I had them until today actually. So I was like, oh, let me throw those on real quick. Hey, as, as all good beaters should be, uh, Buffalo Exchange, please sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Buffalo Exchange is like really good for these types of shoes like beater beater, beater shoes they're like perfect for because you'll get them like kind of decent condition and you can just beat the crap out of them yeah you won't feel guilty about it at yeah all. it'll be like 30 bucks which but buffalo's like kind of expensive which is kind of strange for a thrift shop mm-hmm. but because well, it's like their stuff's only, like better yeah they're but. picky they're picky about what they get i think some of my better uh buffalo come-ups have actually been sandals i got a brand new pair of birkenstocks there for 30 bucks in my size and a brand new pair of chacos there in my size for 20 bucks so sandal gang too a little bit. I do like my sandals as well, especially in the summer when it's uh, super nice and uh, I just want to chill. You wear socks with them? No, not really. That's, I, I like the, that's my, the only answer. I, my my feet are a little too hairy, so sometimes it's nice to just let let them out and uh, let them breathe. So, let them breathe a lot. Yeah. I, I do feel that every once in a while. Maybe I'll throw a pair of socks on if I'm feeling wild. <laughs> and how about you? What do you what are you rocking today, Jake? So I'm rocking uh, a new pair I just got. This is supposed, this is gonna be my summer shoe for the year. I got the uh, the Nike Blazer Low. But it's the Picel collab. So Picel is a, is a store in New York City, um, and so they kind of are very DIY kind of oriented. Wear your shoes, make them your own. Um, and so this is like instead of the normal suede upper on the blazer, this has got a canvas upper. Um, and it's originally so the base of it is kind of the all white, but then the top they painted it in like a cream yellow vintage colorway, and it's not or color, and it's not all the way complete. So you still see some like streaks of unfinished paint on paint on it and everything. Um, it definitely reminds me of the, uh, the Donald Glover Niza that he just did with Adidas. Um, this is almost like Nike's take on it. Um, and I was a big fan of these. I saw them. I'm like, yeah, I need these. And I got them for a really good deal on Goat. I, th- I think they retailed for 105 and I think I spent 75 on them. So, and brand new dead stock, everything Goat approved. So, shout out to Goat. A cheap summer shoe that uh, you're not going to see many people wearing. It's kind of dope. Exactly. And I'm about it. So, I kind of like that more low profile look to it, the retro look with the blazer. So, I was, I was stoked to come up on these. See, something that. I think I told you the other day, but before that, you didn't know too much. Um, I used to have a lot of blazers back when I was younger, and uh, I just remember in Florida, blazers were such a big deal. Like you would wear, like especially when like skinny pants were were in, which I never got into, but you would wear like skinny pants mm-hmm. and like some some high top blazers. You wear them like over the jeans, right? And that that was just like such a big deal. I, like remember like New Boys? Remember like the music group New Boys? Yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of brought that into into style for like a year or two, and I wound up getting like two or three different pairs of blazers. And uh, yeah, it's cool that just see somebody else wearing them like so far, <laughs> so much later. Of course, these are lows, so it's a little different. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But, still pretty but cool. But still, because I mean, blazers have been around for so long. Blazers kind of made a little bit of a comeback this year, I feel, yeah. or even like late last year. They did like their retro high top pack, and those all sold out and were really really sought after. So. Yeah, and then the the Sakai pack that we've talked about yeah. on here before. Um, those released and those are really cool and 
Yeah, I just I think Blazers are pretty cool. I mean, just SBs in general are kind of nice. Right. Blazers are kind of like a fusion. Kind well, of. Bla- they did the like kind of like the dunk. Like the Blazers started off as a basketball shoe, and then they became this kind of skateboarding lifestyle yeah. shoe. So it's cool, and like you see that kind of collab. And also, the Blazer was like one of the original like Nike basketball shoes back in the back in the heyday. Um, and so that's really cool. But yeah, Blazers are sick. That's why I'm rocking on feet today. Um, we've got one big topic we want to talk about in the end, but we're gonna start off with some quick releases, some updates. Um, I mean. I think first thing got to touch on to Pride Month is coming up. We got Nike's Be True pack coming out. Always, always look forward to this pack because they've had some really good shoes come out of it uh, in years past. Uh, this year, we've got three main shoes coming out so far, at least that we've seen. And we've got the Air Max 720. We've got an Air Max 90. And then we also have the Nike Air Tailwind 79. And they all, all of them are really sweet. Obviously, they all encompass that rainbow pattern or rainbow design in some way. Ju, what's your favorite, favorite shoe out of this pack? I really like the Air Max 90s. I think the uh, the 90s look really, really unique as mm-hmm. opposed to any other Air Max 90. And they uh, they make the, the BU kind of obviously stand out, but it's just it's just a really good looking shoe. I don't like the seven or the 270 to me just feels like mm-hmm. too much of just like a rainbow over top. Right. And it kind of feels a little blazier. I think I, the, see the, it. I think the tailwind and the, the 90 are good. But I mean, I love the B True pack every mm-hmm. year. Since I the last like three or four years that they've been doing it is just really awesome stuff and all the Nike equality type stuff. I'm just such a big fan of. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And I think that I really like this Air Max 90 because of what they did with the swoosh uh, on the side. It's kind of got every. It's multi-layered with all the different rainbow colors. Looks really cool. And then all of the different kind of like side panelings on it are different colors as well. It almost feels like a what the like yeah a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, 100%. Uh, really good job. I actually do really like the Tailwinds as well. Probably my favorite on the pack just because it's it's super subtle, but it still looks sweet. It's kind of just a standard gray with a black swoosh. The tongue of it is very pink, uh, which is really nice. And then the back, the Nike tab on the back has the rainbow flag on it, which is really cool. They did a good job with that. It looks like there's also going to be a good gear spread this year. Lots of t-shirts and I ho- socks. I hope so. I hope there's a lot of like more Oregon stuff. Like We, we both got the uh, the Oregon Be True hats. Yeah. And, uh, that stuff's awesome, and I, that's like my favorite hat I have. Mm-hmm. Same, so, um, <laughs> super you know, cool. More of that, the more the better. Yeah, so that's super sick. Looking forward to that. Julian, what's another shoe on this list coming out that you're, you're looking forward to? Well, one that surprise dropped today, or yeah, today day of recording, so Tuesday mm-hmm. of this week was the uh, Reflections of a Champion pack. We kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning of like this season. Mm-hmm. And how it was teased and how we found out that they weren't the PSG right. colorways and all that. <laughs> and, you know, we talked about how they've done these types of packs before, but usually it's like with pairs of two shoes, so they do a six and a seven and then like an eight and a nine. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I, I think it's really cool. I don't like how they released it. Um, but then again, that's just Nike sneakers app kind of being childish at this point. Only Nike, the shock release. I think it's still going to get a wide release. Is it going yeah. to? Okay. If it gets a wide release, then that'll be fine. But if this is the only re- release we get for it, that'll be really disappointing just because, I mean, they sold out before anybody got the notification <laughs> that they were on the app. Yeah. And we got the notification that they were on the app at, like, on the hour. Like, it was yeah. on the hour. And then we're gone already. And it was like it's it's like the Travis stuff again, where it's like you get into the sneakers app, you're literally refreshing, and then you get finally get to the screen, and it's already sold out. But like for this pack, I just I don't know how much interest there was in it. So for it to sell out that quick, there either was just no pairs, or just I'm not mm-hmm. on the same wavelength <laughs> as everybody else with with this uh, trio yeah, of shoes. But a part of me feels like it's just like that. Nike's been doing a lot of this lately where they'll shock drop shoes super early, um, especially with the Jordans. 
Um, and I think it's just like people get into the hype of like the initial release. And so it's like, that's where it's like, oh, I got to get it and I can sell it quick and make money. Because like, I feel like reselling the early release pair is going to be more lucrative than reselling the just the standard release because more people are like, oh, I missed out on the early release and I want them before everyone else gets them. Um, so, I mean, it's an interesting ploy that Nike's been doing and it sucks that they don't do a good job of really like, I mean, obviously they want it to be a surprise because they don't want everyone involved, but like the stock seems low. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm sure they do that on purpose, but it just pisses me off when we like, we get the notification and then we go in and we don't even get the chance. Yeah. Like what's, I don't know. Like it's just, it, maybe give us like a notification for like a countdown or something. I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to take a triple L on the shoe if they're going to shock drop it twice and then the general release and I still don't get it. Like that's yeah. dumb. Like the Travis is like, I, we struck out three different times. Yeah. Those. And, and it, that hurt every it, single time. And it doesn't help that the sneakers app is just not friendly towards us or a lot, of people, a lot of people. Um, anyway. I mean, even this weekend, I didn't get the, uh, the the Jordan One SB pack, and I was trying to get those. Yeah, I was it, was, it was just another L. And I didn't think that a lot of gonna... people did get them though, from what I was seeing. So if you did, shout out. Yeah, that's a, that's awesome. It's a it's a really good shoe. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like I didn't think that I don't know. Like I think they were pretty hyped, but I still thought that they'd be easy to get. And I, was, I think we're both disappointed. We struck out on that. There's other. We got a a Supreme by Clark's Wallaby Summer Collab. It's just really strange, like Clark's. <laughs> Supreme and Clark's, it feels like the most hype and the least hype things fusing to be so <laughs> mediocre. That sounds like Supreme for you, though. Supreme it has really always does. done that. It really does. And it, Supreme does like taking these things that aren't quite as popular and then just making them popular for no reason just <laughs> because they can. Yeah. And I, I mean, and they're always like the, the ones wanting to be kind of weird with stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember a few years ago they did the really strange um, blood and semen pack. And it was just like the grossest. Jesus. Like they had shirts and it was just like this DNA looking thing. And it was, it uh, was really gross. If, you, if you're interested, look up Supreme Blood and Semen. It's not really That's sick. not sound fun. <laughs> um, but all that stuff sold out and I'm pretty sure like the hoodies sell for like $900. I believe it. <laughs> so but I don't, it's I don't crazy to me because like I had a couple of friends that were super big into Supreme uh, and they have been for years. Like as far as, as long as I've known them, they've always been like on the Supreme buying and reselling hype. Uh, shout out Carter Crispin and Matt McCausland, both of you guys hopefully listening. Shout out. Uh, but both of them, I mean, at least Carter, I haven't talked to Matt in a while, but uh, Carter is telling me that Supreme's kind of dying a little bit. Like a lot of the big Supreme heads are starting to jump shit. Maybe look towards uh, Palace. Palace apparently is getting pretty good getting up there. So I don't know what Supreme's doing, but uh Either way, if Supreme heads who have been there in, in the game that long aren't happy, that's not a good sign. Well, it's hard to stay at the top for as long as they have that's at true. this point. It's, it's been about 10 years, mm -hmm. and, you know, people are only excited about box logos for right. so long. <laughs> and it's, I mean, the, the people at Supreme do a good job of keeping, like, variation with their stuff. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you're just not going to keep everybody happy for as long as they have. Yeah. I, I don't know how they've kept it, honestly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I uh, just thought I'd throw that in there because I've been hearing it more and more and it's kind of interesting to hear. Um, another shoe we got to talk about, uh, Julian, you kind of pointed this out to me. The uh, Air Jordan 13 is getting a Lakers colorway. Uh, it'll sell out. It's pretty cool. But like, what's going on with the Lakers right now? It's a lot of nonsense. All the, the stuff about Rob Palenka making up right. a story <laughs> with Kobe and Heath Ledger today. And I... <sighs> Just weird stuff's going on. Magic left right. at a pr pretty reasonable time. People were <laughs> questioning LeBron being there. I just don't know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that they're getting all these colorways on these Jordans. I'm sure Laker heads are happy. Yeah, and I mean, 
people who like the Lakers are never going to have a shortage of options when it comes to shoes because they're probably always going to have a signature athlete there. But, I mean, this is, I, I like this shoe. I, I actually really like this Jordan 13, and I'm not a 13 guy. So, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of shows a little bit. Yeah, they but, did a uh, good job for sure. Something else I saw was um, this Bandulu Kyrie 5 oh, yeah. collab. It was like a. It just feels like the most artsy shoe I've ever seen. Like somebody just threw some paint on like a really off-white Kyrie, and they're like, "Yes." So, <laughs> and it's kind of dope, but it feels like the most like mm-hmm. modern art thing, you know. Very true. But I think Kyrie's been doing like I think his shoe is kind of going that route a little bit. I mean, he's got that potential. Like I don't know, he's got a good canvas on the side for doing lots of cool stuff on it, um, which is pretty cool. They also I don't know if you saw the pictures. A rumored SpongeBob collab. Yeah, that was really cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's really cool. If that cool. actually comes out or if that's actually happening, I, yeah. dope. If that releases, that'll sell really fast, and you'll see a whole bunch of 20-something-year-old men <laughs> wearing some SpongeBob basketball shoes. That just sounds so That just sounds so, so fun to me. That sounds really good. I mean, there's not many nostalgia things quite like SpongeBob for a lot of people. I mean, Absolutely. it was such a staple mm-hmm. for, for so many uh, households when we were growing up. And Nike's been doing a good job, I think, with the Nike basketball specifically, like with doing these collabs on their signature sneakers. I mean, at least with the LeBrons and the Kyries, and I mean a little bit of the P- like PG only got the, uh, the like the NASA pack. He got the two, and he got ways. he got the uh, the PlayStation pack. Too. Oh, that's right. So he's gotten a few. Um, so I mean, it's cool to see that they've been doing all this cool stuff um, with Nike basketball, and hopefully they keep that trend going. And SpongeBob is a good one. Um, so we'll see if that releases. I and mean, we've only seen rumored images. Um, but yeah, super sick. Either way, uh, probably the the last thing of of like merit from this week was the Virgil Abloh. Um, I don't even remember the name of the shoe. Is it the Terra Tiger? Yeah, it's the shoe that he wore to Coachella right. this year that we we People talked were about. Wondering what it was, and yeah. we were wondering if it was going to release. We we're going to wonder if it was just something he like sewed together in his garage or like what <laughs> it was. And it seems we are getting a release for it. Um, I want to say July. I think it's in June. Let me pull it up real quick. If it decides, June twenty seventh. June twenty seventh. Two colorways of the Terra Kiger. There's also a there's a waffle uh, racer in there as well, kind of going off the Sakai hype a little bit. So we're getting an off white one as well, and it's kind of also got the weird spikes on the bottom. And it's supposed to be like a track. Like it, these are it both, feels like a like a golf cleat. A little yeah, that bit. or a track spike. So these are both running shoes. Obviously, the Terra Kiger is the newest Nike Trail running shoe. And then obviously the Waffle Racer is one of the early Nike runners as well. But I think it's supposed to be like a track and field like style, like with the track spikes. But they're they're rubberized and they can walk on cement without making weird sounds and everything. But both, it'll be it'll be interesting to see people walk around with these for yeah, sure. And oh, you know these time. are going to be hype because it's it's off whites. Mm-hmm. I know like the Terra Tiger is like a, its own mm-hmm. silhouette, but this is like an off white silhouette right. at this point because it's so different mm-hmm. and it's not what all the off-white collabs in the past have been off, like, really iconic type of shoes. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of, it, it feels like a Virgil thing. Yeah. And I think it will have a lot of hype because of that. Yeah, and I'm super hyped for the Waffle one. I actually, I'm actually, like, might, I'm considering if I get that shoe, keeping it, because I actually do like the OG Nikes, and they, they did a good job with this. But, I mean, the crazy thing about both of these is that they're women's exclusives, um, which is kind of cool. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this has been a recurring theme uh, on this podcast is like the coolest shoes coming out or some of the coolest ones are all women's exclusives. 
Um, that kind of leads into the big kind of topic we want to talk touch on. I think this is what we want really want to talk about this episode. This is the, the not another sneaker podcast for the ladies today. Absolutely, we want to talk about all the kind of waves that have been made for women's sneakerheads, um, especially in the last two years. I feel like Nike's really kind of gone forward with this, and other brands are starting to follow suit. But um, I mean, so many. Like I said, recurring theme, all the best sneakers or some of the best sneakers coming out are mostly women's exclusives. And that's really cool. And just kind of that rise of it. Um, and obviously, if Off-White is going to make women's exclusive shoes, that's how you know, like, OK, yeah, this is this is here to stay. This is going to be uh, momentum going forward. And I mean, Virgil is just he's so hot right now. Um, and I think everything he touches is, is great. Um, and so this is really cool to see. And he's been doing a lot of stuff with uh, Serena Williams, too. Yeah, so like French Open stuff, uh, Serena came out with like the fit of the year. Um, it's just a, a whole bunch of Nike and, and Virgil kind of collab stuff. And people saw that and were like, whoo, I need that. And so you like have already seen people kind of slowly getting their hands, other celebrities getting their hands on it. And um, Serena, it's awesome that it's Serena too, because Serena is just such a like tantalizing superstar. Absolutely. Like she's like the obviously one of the most dominant women in her sport of all time and just women in sports in general i mean the serena slam mm-hmm. and uh winning a, a major like while pregnant crazy and like post pregnancy and just being in tennis for so long i mean i remember seeing a magazine when i was in third grade with venus and serena on the cover mm-hmm. and now she's still at the forefront of the sport and um it's really awesome to see that she's been able to, as her career has gone on, kind of become more and more of an influence. Absolutely. Not just in fashion and in sports, but just for women in general. I mean, being able to promote, like, the the new Nike campaign where it's like, it's not crazy until you do it. Right. And, uh, you know, it's like, follow your dreams and who cares if they call you crazy. Go mm-hmm. and do it and try and be the best and compete and... I think it's just really, really been awesome. And like, obviously Virgil sees that Mm -hmm. and to be able to collab with somebody like Serena is probably an honor for him more so than it is for her. (laughs) You know, I mean, she's just the biggest, you know, as big as it gets. Yeah. And it's really cool to see. Um, and she, I mean, she did get a special colorway, uh, two special colorways of off whites, uh, last year. I think she got a blazer and she got an Air Max, I think it was the 97. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So she's been getting her own specific colorways of off white, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, she's definitely been making waves. Um, but also, I mean, you got to mention the U S women's national soccer team. I mean, they're, they're just like, obviously they're the best soccer team in the state, in the country. Uh, sorry, men, uh, you need to get it together. It's not really close. Not even close. But, uh, I mean, I also just like the stands that they've taken and like, like hope solo kind of started a little bit. Alex Morgan's been keeping it going and they've all been very talkative about this. Like, yeah, like we should be paid more. We should be like make more money. Like there's no way that men should be making more Which I think got approved, right? Yeah, I think it finally did. They they had like some sort of petition go out uh, Mm -hmm. a a few months ago and it got approved that they're actually going to get paid like as much for their World Cup um, matches as the men do, which is just like really... It's about time. Awesome to see. Um, I don't know how they got that done, but I ha- I'm just so happy they yeah, did. It needed to be done. And yeah. I think it's just like if you look at like Nike, Nike's been kind of like marketing them more, realizing how important they are. Like, like I think we're seeing this big wave. Like I think at first when the women started pushing, I mean, a lot of not a lot of people, but some people were kind of pushing back. Like, like and now it's kind of just like, OK, this is really hot. Like this is a big thing. People want to see this. Um, and we do. I think we do want to see this and we want to see them. And so Nike's been seeing that and they've been marketing them a little bit more. Um, and I think it's been seeing a lot of big results for them. They're really stoked. And so I'm sure we'll keep seeing that more. 
Um, but we did see recently they the women's national soccer team was actually the first to unveil this new Nike shoe. Um, the first ones to get their hands on it, first time we ever saw pictures, and it was cool that they used them specifically, but it's the uh, the Air Max 270 React. Um, and it honestly, I think a lot of people have an agreement, this is Nike's best new silhouette in a long time. In a in while. A long, in a long like, while. For me, it's like their best new silhouette since like the React in general, but yeah. then even before that, since like the Roche. I think it's like mm-hmm. a really cool... Um, kind of fusion between stuff that doesn't look bad. I mean, Nike tends to, f- to fuse a lot of their technologies to uh, to no avail mm-hmm. often. And this is a really just good-looking sneaker, and it's probably going to perform as well as they hope it does. But the U.S. women's team unveiling it, I mean, when when Nike chooses to have somebody unveil a specific sneaker, they're not just telling somebody like they think is fun to do it or like somebody they know or they like to do it. They I mean they're very strategic with the way they they go and they they understand that um the I mean the people are, all eyes are on the women's team every time they play. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a soccer fan. And I mean I think it was just perfect. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, great shoe, great. It just made sense to me. Um and just really cool to see overall. But I mean, just I feel like this is just going to be a trend going forward. Like, I mean, when women's like I think it was like last year, maybe early mid last year is when we really started to see more of these women's exclusive uh, like shoes dropping from Nike. Um, And I think Nike really did kind of was at the forefront of starting this all. Um, But like we started to see a lot of these women's exclusive shoes dropping and they were really good. And I remember like. I mean, luckily we like have for the all for the All Star game. Like yeah, the the two Jordan ones that were like really good were both women's shoes. Yeah, and then like the Panda Jordan one, like a lot of the good Jordan ones this year have been women's exclusives. Um, I mean, there's some the Aliyah May uh, sixes. She got those. Those are women's exclusives. I mean, just I feel like every week one of the best shoes releasing is always a woman's shoe, um, and that's just really cool to see. And I think we've been it's been trending upwards. Like obviously at first it was kind of just like not all of them sold out. That Nike wasn't giving them the best colorways. Um, and obviously, they've, we've seen that shift. And so now we're seeing them putting more effort into this instead of, we've talked about this before, the shrink it and pink it. Um, they're not just shrinking and picking it. They're actually giving them the good uh, colorways and stuff, which is really cool to see. So like I think this is all, it's just, it's tumbling forward. Finally starting to catch momentum. Uh, Nike kind of planted the seeds and now it's starting to, to really grow into what it is now. And it's just, it's been really fun to see. And like, I mean, obviously we're both lucky because we have small feet and we could we, we can we can get shoes. them if you want to yeah, yeah absolutely so that's super sick i have before too i've had like three or four women's yeah. shoes before and i mean you just get them a, ha- a size and a half up yeah big deal it's sick. Still super sick but um, but you say that nike planted the seeds and i really think even before that a couple of years ago it was really this rihanna puma yeah. collab and i think that's been the singular driver for this i mean obviously rihanna is just a multi-platinum artist and she's as big as it gets and then she kind of went into her Fenty Beauty products mm-hmm. which she's been focusing pretty much exclusively on recently but somewhere in the middle there she had her uh, her Fenty Puma shoes and those sold so well I mean there were so many colorways of them like 10, 10 different colorways or so and they all kind of sold out immediately besides like the last like two and those because mm-hmm. they had like fur on it and stuff so that that's kind of harder to sell right. but that was like the first shoe that in a while that I remember seeing a lot of people really, really excited about and a lot of like just women in general like wearing a lot mm-hmm. and like happy and proud to like wear a shoe, especially that's like not a Nike. Yeah. And um it's it's awesome to see somebody like Rihanna or a Serena Williams or the, the women's national team. Mm-hmm. They kinda need like a like a 
a person in the forefront to kind of promote shoes. I mean, even with men's sneakers, you need a, mm-hmm. a Michael Jordan. Yeah. Because without Michael Jordan, sneaker culture probably just wouldn't be a thing. Very true. And so, like, you you need that kind of person just for, like, the females. Because, I mean, obviously, Jordan's not quite as relatable to, to mm-hmm. females. I mean, that's just kind of what it is. But Rihanna is. Yeah. Or whoever else it might be in, in the future to come out with, like, the, the next hot issue. I mean, even if you look at, like, Adidas, like, they, the Sam Beyonce, that's a huge deal. Um, Whenever that shoe comes out, it's going to yeah, be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And, like, I think everyone's going to want to get their hands on that. But, I mean, even if you kind of look at, like, when Kanye West started making Yeezys and woman sizing with Adidas, I mean, if you look at resale prices, um, and I'm, I'm not sure, like, obviously there's a lot of factors that could go into this. I mean, it could just be because there's less sizes available or it could be because the demand is higher. But, I mean, I feel like the smaller woman sizing for Yeezys always sells probably triple what, like, the normal men's run size does like, like size from, from men's five to men's like eight and a half is just mm-hmm. so much more money for some reason than like a nine or a ten and i think that's because most women would wear those sizes around, around yeah. that yeah, you know, mm-hmm. floating around there so it's cool to see and i do see a lot of women like especially around the uo campus i've seen a lot more women uh start to wear yeezys or i mean not start but they have been for a while and i've just been noticing it more but like a lot of women are wearing yeezys and um, like a lot of, just like I said, those resale prices are, are soaring. So and they're all V2s because, I mean, the V1s didn't have. Didn't do that. I mean, uh, as far as They didn't have know. any sizes below seven and a half, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe seven. But maybe. That was like the lowest, absolutely. But either way, like that's cool. I mean, to see like this is obviously the easy, maybe the hype is starting to die, but it's still a very culturally significant shoe. Um, and we still see it worn a lot nowadays. Um, and so the fact that women are able to kind of get their hands on it and start wearing them and wearing, styling with them, the, what they're wearing, big deal. Um and so that's super cool to see. But also, I mean, I, I want to give one counter example real quick. I mean, if you look at Adidas, uh, they made this like retro shoot runner called a Fal- the Falcon or whatever. And then they put, was it Ky- Kylie Jenner uh, was the face of the shoe and like didn't sell out at all. It wasn't a big deal because I think it wasn't, it wasn't genuous. It wasn't, it was definitely like just threw her on there like, all right, let's give her a shoe, even though it's not really her shoe and throw her name on it. And then it just, I don't know. People are pretty good at sniffing out that. at sniffing out whether or not something is like authentic if they were there like helping make the design and all that. And I mean, it's really obvious with people like Kevin Durant where his shoe changes so much every year. And I think it's just really obvious when Adidas does something like that where yeah. you just put just like a big name on a shoe, which I mean, they've done a lot yeah. in the past. And like with Pusha T's shoes a couple of years ago, I thought they were awesome, but like it was just the Ultra Boost with like mm-hmm. snake skin. Like it, it was like this isn't Pusha T at all. Yeah. This is kind of strange, and you know people were able to sniff that out pretty well. Yeah. I think. So I mean, it's still it's still really cool to see, um, and I I definitely believe that women's sneaker heads and women's sneakers are really here to stay. I think it's only going to get bigger. Um, and it's going to be really exciting to see um, just where that continues to, to grow. Um, maybe we'll see a, even like a woman's sneakers app specific. I don't know if they get to that level or, I mean, there used to be like the lady foot lockers and those kind of started going away just towards big normal foot lockers. But um, I think it's good that like the woman should, they should have the ability to get any shoes they want in their size. And I think it's cool that they're starting to see more of that. I mean, especially with like, when we look at a men's shoe, I mean, obviously we talk about like a men's shoe releasing, but if they do a grade school version of it, like it's more or less a woman's shoe. I mean, obviously it fits a little differently. The sizing's a little weird. Yeah, but... it's a little wonky, but I mean, women mostly will buy those. Um, and so that's really cool. That they're still even like the bigger shoes that are releasing are still making the grade school run so that women can get it if they want. 
Um, but even then, kind of getting, I think they need to get away from that grade school run and maybe call it more of like a woman's run specifically and size it differently. I don't know. Because I know that some women don't like the way, the grade schools obviously run a little differently. Yeah. Uh, fit, size, and shrink, and everything. Um, I mean, either way, it's just going to be really cool to see how this continues to grow. Yeah, and I, and I hope they, they keep pushing it forward and they get some, some good people on that Beyonce team because that's, that's going to be a really important moment for just sneakers in general. Um, I think getting women involved so that potentially you could have just p- people together, like buying shoes together, mm-hmm. um, whatever gender you might be, I think that's important. And I think Nike, and especially Nike, is like understanding that. Mm-hmm. So really exciting to see. Uh, it's an exciting future for women for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's everything we had to talk about this week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, follow us on Instagram at not another sneaker. Uh, follow Julian on Instagram at Julian the Cut. Um, and you can maybe follow me if you want to at Run J Will. Definitely follow Run J Will. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're get, we're getting on the wire here. We got a few more episodes left before the school year is out. Um, like I said, we want to go out the bang. Uh, we want to hear some of your stories too. So if you've got stories, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to chat. Uh, get your thoughts and uh, keep talking about shoes. I mean, we're gonna we talk about it every day, but it's fun to talk about it with you guys. We're just talking about anything, really. I yeah, mean, <laughs> even we're then, just, we're just some culture people at this point. Yeah, really. So it's a lot of fun. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys on release day. See you.